0: show and tell now, shall we? What is good, beautiful people of the world? I am a very clean Creator K. I've never been more clean in my whole entire life, especially my hands. As long as I've had them, which has been since birth, um, my hands have never been more clean and sanitary, and that is very important right now. That is one of the minor important things that I think we all need to remember in this current time of I guess crisis I don't I don't want to add to that part of the narrative of what's going on in the world but the only thing that I really want to say and I don't want to get too deep into it is well there's a couple things one I know it's a time where there's increased stress and anxiety and fear I think it's just important to be mindful of our emotions and it's okay to feel stressed and anxious because shit's not good I'm not gonna lie and say that it's gonna be okay. I mean in due time, God willing, it will be okay. But right now it's not. And I think we just need to keep lifting each other up. We need to keep our heads down and you know, take these opportunities where we might be home more often than not to get work done, be creative, keep in touch with each other. Not physically, you know, but you know, you know what I'm trying to say. And yeah, just let's try to just de-stress a little bit. Let's listen to some good ass music, make some good tea, take a nap, just do things that will help us decompress and distract us a little bit. I think that's the most important thing. Um, And yeah, that's really all I have to say. The other thing is that there's also a new show and tell Spotify playlist called Music That Makes Me Feel Good. It is curated by yours truly, as well as other creatives, artists, friends, people who are willing to contribute one or two songs that make them feel good in stressful times, help lower those stress levels, makes them want to dance, makes them want to smile, just makes them relax. All of that good stuff and necessary energy that is needed for times like these. It's also open to the public, so feel free to add a track if you're listening to it and think of a track that, you know, makes you feel good. So that's another thing. I just wanted to put that together to maybe help out if people, you know, were looking for some music because a couple of days ago when shit was starting to get real with this whole thing and realizing that I am gonna be just like so many other artists out there are gonna be struggling a little bit financially and also just home-ridden like I don't get to go outside as much and do my daily routine and um, I know I'm speaking for a lot of other people and saying that I just put on some music and put on some songs that I knew would make me feel good and they did exactly that so that's why I put this this uh, playlist together. So yeah, feel free to go listen to it. It's, uh, you can find it on Spotify. If you find any of our playlists or listen to any of those, you can just click on our, I think just the show and tell profile, and then you'll be able to find it there. It's also at linktr.ee slash let's show and tell, which is the link in our Instagram and Twitter bios you can find it there so yeah that's all I have to say on that I'm already like stretching way too long on this beginning part of the intro I'm probably gonna have to loop this intro track (laughs) multiple times because there's still some things I gotta say because we gotta get into episode 26 of the show and tell podcast welcome that was a flawless transition well done I'm patting myself on the back I'm probably gonna fuck up now uh Yep, there it is. (laughs) Welcome to episode 26 of the Show & Tell podcast, a bi-weekly show on every first and third Tuesday of each month where a special guest and I share stories, music, and art that you should know about because sharing is caring. In this episode, music enthusiast Natalie Scott joins me from New York City. She's someone whose passion for music has grown to the point where she wants to do more with it, and she's explored that desire to make an impact in the music scene through various avenues. In part one of the episode, Natalie talks about how she ended up back in NYC after college, what sort of sparked her deeper interest in music, and what has been like working a nine to five in the realm of what she is interested in, which is music. Again, I said that already, so I hope you picked up on that. And I also think that's a perspective we haven't had on the show yet. Most of our past guests have been full-time artists or artists who are trying to get to full-time while having to juggle you know a nine to five or a day job of some sort providing the financial backbone for their craft and their passion etc etc whereas natalie has immersed herself in the music industry as her day job and like i said it's a new perspective that I am uh, excited to hear more about in the episode to come. I say that as if I wasn't there listening to her, but you know what I'm trying to say. I'm excited to get to that. So let me just say this one last line. I know I'm taking super long. i like, got one more thing to say, and then we'll get into the episode. In part two, Natalie shares a few different resources and tricks to being a better human being and helping our environment, which is always great. And that's not only very commendable of her, but the things that she shares are pretty damn useful. So stay tuned. Now, with that said, that's all I got officially. It's time for show and tell. Welcome to episode twenty-six of the Show and Tell podcast. I am your host, Creator K, and joining me for episode twenty-six is music connoisseur, music lover, everything about music. She's there,
1: Natalie Scott. Hi. So Hi. excited to be here, or like kind of here because I'm not with you, but
0: right, we're doing here. this. We're doing this bitch over Skype.
1: This is virtual <laughs> technology. I made,
0: I made Natalie get a Skype just to do this show because she didn't have one, which is. Did you not have one or did you just
1: I I, I like I had a Skype from like a long time ago But I feel like I just haven't really used it in a while. I'm more of like a FaceTime gal.
0: Oh, yeah Me too. I just as I explained uh, I can record this call on Skype for free So that's (laughs) that's why we're on Skype or else I would do it over FaceTime It's actually funny Travis and I did our interview over FaceTime um, And he recorded his end through voice memo on his iPhone it's just wild. Like we were really getting down and dirty and like thinking that's of really new ways just, to make media.
1: You guys really just hacked the system.
0: Yeah, I think, it, and it went. It went well. It went well. But um, yeah. how are you? How's it going?
1: I'm good. You know, like we're just working from home, just trying to stay healthy and not being all the craziness that's going on outside right now. So yeah, it's been like a weird kind of week with. Everything to do with the coronavirus, but yeah, I'm just trying to learn how to move everything to home <laughs> Yeah, I,
0: I feel you I'm all I mean kind of I mean I already work from home, so it's 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 a little yeah different. It's normal normal for me, but now I have right. less reason to go outside so yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know who you are Why don't you introduce yourself officially and let the people know who you are what you do what you like all that stuff
1: Okay, um, okay so my name is Natalie I'm originally from California. I grew up in the Bay Area um, by the Redwoods and the Beach, which I miss very much because now I'm on the East Coast. I do love the East Coast too, but it's still, you know, something that I'm getting used to every day. But, yeah, so I grew up loving music and kind of, like, interested in doing something with it, but I was never a musician or anything. Um, Went to school in Boston, met a lot of just amazing people there and kind of figured out more my direction, like more what I was interested in there. Um, yeah. And I, I studied business there, but I started getting like involved doing, um, a radio show on campus, which I feel like that was like the first thing that kind of like, was like, okay, like I can do some music stuff, but like not necessarily be an artist, you know, like, I, yeah. I always kind of thought that, like, to do music stuff, like, you had to be making music, which I don't, but, yeah, like, I just loved that, like, that was just, like, so much fun, I did it with my best friend, we had a time, like, every week we would do a two-hour show, just playing music that we love, and just talking about dumb shit, like, <laughs> it was just so fun. <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, that's kind of like what got me interested in maybe pursuing music as a career and meeting other people that are passionate about it. So um, I did an internship in New York um, at a record label, and I loved it, and I met amazing people and learned a lot. And then I went back to Boston, and I was like, what the hell? Like, (laughs) I love (laughs) New York so much. Like, why am I back here? And it just... It was weird. It, like, it felt like I was like going backwards in a way because I was just in a place where I didn't like. I like Boston, and I love, love my friends there, and I had the best time, but felt a little weird at the time. Um, and then I got a really exciting opportunity in L.A. and got to work there over the summer um, doing music marketing at Beats by Dre, and that was so much fun and now i'm back in new york i made it back full circle (laughs) yeah
0: so was was new york was that the goal once you were done with school to go back to new york
1: yeah i mean like since the day that like i moved here for the first time i was like okay like i feel comfortable i feel like this is my vibe like it just kind of clicked and like i never thought that it would like i never like thought i would like new york honestly i Visited when I was younger and I'm like this place is trash. <laughs> and then, oh, wow. Well, I was like a kid So right. like, you know, overwhelming. but but yeah, like since I would moved here for the first time I was like this is an amazing place with so many interesting people and people like just like Doing their own thing and being unapologetic about it. And I just found that really like attractive about the city so just moved back like a month ago and I now work at a music company called Downtown, and they do a lot of different things. Um, They're well known for Downtown Music Publishing, but we do a lot of different things. That's like kind of where I'm at now, you know?
0: Yeah. Are you enjoying it so far? Not just New York life, but your everything about it, including the new job?
1: Yeah. No, I love it a lot the people there are super cool the company is really young which i love like it kind of feels like my voice is heard and also that like i relate to my coworkers a lot it's not like i'm working with a lot of people who are kind of out of touch like everyone there is really yeah no boomers boomers. (laughs) that's ageist actually oh i'm sorry i'm sorry but yeah no it's been really good like everyone is amazing and Super passionate, too. That's, like, the other thing. Like, I feel like I've met some people here and there who are, like, what's the right word? Like, Jaden? Like, mm-hmm. or, like, they don't really, like, I don't know. They just don't have, like, that, like, spark of passion. But it's, like, everyone that I've met at downtown and, like, recently in New York in general, it's, like, are just super passionate and excited and hungry and ambitious. So... Yeah, I don't know. Would you say
0: <laughs> that a lot of the people are similar to you in the sense that they want to do something more with music just like you? And maybe that's why you kind of feel that energy from them?
1: Yeah, it's like we all have this common thing that we love and like we all get to like we all we all were brought from different places because of that shared passion and we're all mm. like brought together and get to like work on things together and like wake up every day and go and do something that we really
0: believe
1: in so yeah that's, that's really cool yeah it's a fun
0: time <laughs> yeah and i'm happy for you because I, I mean i know not necessarily personally i i took a year sort of off i mean i'm freelance so i'm always i was always working but i took a year off in quotations from school after and then i got lucky with the job i have now but i know kind of how difficult it can be for some people to get jobs right out of school especially at a place that they enjoy working at too so that's really yeah. good that you have that.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm super happy about that. It, it felt like the stars aligned. Like mm-hmm. I felt like when I was looking for opportunities. I, I felt like I was just like chucking my resume into the abyss and like mm, no one yeah. was reading it and like nothing, no opportunities were open at the time. Like it just seemed like bad timing. And then this one kind of came out of nowhere, and it like happened to be like perfect. and good timing so yeah no i'm definitely super grateful for that
0: that's what's up so let's rewind a little bit to the radio show that you had in boston were you already passionate about music to the point where you wanted to do something more with it or was the radio show kind of the point where you realized that you wanted to do more with music like which came first in that situation
1: i would say um i always kind of had that passion but i just didn't know like what to do with it like I I would just annoy my friends a lot and like make like playlists and put them on flash drives and like give them to them and like some of them I doubt even listen to these playlists. Like I just like love doing it Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh my god, like I have like the perfect songs for you or like this totally like is your vibe and stuff and would make playlists and then yeah, I just I don't know, I like doing that stuff and I wanted to, like, find people that I can connect with about music. And my good friend Dahlia, like, a big part of our kind of, like, bonding early on was music stuff and just, like, how we were both super passionate about it. So she was the one that, like, suggested doing a radio show. I remember. She texted me over, like, Christmas, like, winter break and was like, lol, like, what if we, like, did a radio show? And I was like, haha, that'd be funny. Like never like considered it seriously at all and then she's like wait well like I'm serious like should we do this um and I was like so scared and I was like "What? like what are we gonna like talk about and stuff and I don't know I feel like it's nerve-wracking but like or at least it was for me like I hate talking in front of people but like when you're in a studio you don't see anyone (laughs) right like it kind of like eliminated some of that fear because it's not like I'm in front of like an audience performing but I mean people listen and stuff so yeah I kind of like knew that music was like a big part of my life and I wanted to do something but I just never knew like what avenue Would come for that and what would make sense.
0: Mm -hmm. But you've tried a lot of things as far as I know, because I knew that you threw some events or co hosted some events when you were in Boston and you did the radio show and now you're working in publishing. So, I I mean, what um, have you, do you have a better idea now of maybe something that you want to do or do you have any big ideas based off of the experiences that you've had?
1: Uh, I don't know. Like,
0: tell me your dreams.
1: (laughs) My dreams. I like doing a lot of different things. I feel like is what I've discovered about myself. It's like I like to have my hand in a lot of different projects at the same time, if I can. Um, I think live events are super fun because it's like you get that immediate like feedback. Like you know that people are enjoying themselves because you can see them in front of you, and it's really rewarding when you're in that event and like you're seeing like all of like the fruits of your labor like you're seeing like all of that right in front of you making content stuff I think is really cool as well but I just haven't had like experience with that which is Mm -hmm. something that I would like to explore more um, perhaps a podcast will come for your neck mm.
0: oh okay shots fired <laughs> I'm gonna remember that I'm gonna remember that I don't want to do this interview anymore actually
1: playing. Yeah, no you should no, start I, a podcast or something like something like that yeah making I don't know making content stuff is cool like with our radio show like it was live so it was like not they had like rules about it like you can't Because we didn't own the music that we were playing, Mm -hmm. so we couldn't like record it and put it up somewhere. Right. So, but also it was like I think live is kind of cool at the same time because like I don't know, radio isn't dead completely. No. (laughs) It's it's almost dead. But (laughs) yeah. Yeah. It's getting
0: there. There's we live in such an age where people are more people are attracted to I guess what could be considered niche forms of media and i i don't know if radio is technically in that realm yet but it's definitely heading there if it's oh, not like there cause already like yeah because like... it's old and people are not you know there's it's not mainstream so just yeah. like people still listen to music on record players or um cassettes. yeah cassettes do people still listen to music on cassettes i guess they like, yeah i guess they do yeah. especially a lot of producers who sample stuff yeah, they sample producers. from cassettes
1: Make a lot of cassettes. You know, they have like those meetups where they all exchange and whatnot. Yeah, like I think the live element of it was kind of fun because it was like, it was like a a digital event kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. it's a live thing. So like while we were on air, like people would be like texting us, reacting to things that like we were saying. So it was cool to get that aspect of it. Um, like while we were talking. Oh and I found out this is funny. Me and my friend started our radio show and then I found out that my dad in college was also a radio DJ and had a show.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah. Did, did were you aware of anything that he did? Like did, what what I did your dad that, do in college or what is what was his profession?
1: So like I think that he told me at one point that he did that and I forgot and then he told me when I did have a radio show and I was like wait what I was like I do that (laughs) but uh, my dad's a lawyer so not really related to music but he's a smart dude you know but he yeah like my parents like that's probably where my music interest came from originally my dad used to like burn me CDs and like yeah. draw on the CDs and stuff like he would make me mixtapes. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, no, I know that energy hard because my brother would make me CDs and I actually just recently because I have a desire to make a kind of like an old school playlist for show and tell kind of like 80s, 90s, early 2000s, hip hop, R&B, etc. And yeah. I was rediscovering all of this music and you know, certain songs would come on and the first measure would play. And I'm like, oh shit, that was on like the CDs. Cause you know how CDs used to hold like MP3s. You could have like 200 songs on a CD, which I thought was crazy at the time. Um, I would hear those tracks and like, damn, those are on the CDs that my brother made. So yeah, he would make those for me. And I was kind of the same um, with you where I was making CDs in high school for my friends too. Cause I like wanted to share music with them.
1: That is so cute. Uh, thanks. Yes. I feel like <laughs> I mean like it's just like a I don't know, like a expression of love through music like. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm so I have another question that I thought of uh, towards the beginning and I wanted to hold on to it because I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it because I am also a person who doesn't make music. Have you ever come across anybody who makes music and when they find out that you don't make music, they kind of act a little differently towards you? Or do you feel treated a certain way because you don't make music by music people?
1: Interesting. Let me think about that. Um...
0: I'm not, I don't bring that up to say that that happens to me a lot and mm-hmm. or or ever like intensely but there have been times where i've been in a group of pretty much all music people like 20 music people everybody makes music of some kind mm-hmm. and they're like oh you make music too i'm like no nah. and then all of a sudden they're like, they're like it's not that they're they react negatively but they're like yeah. oh okay but then it just feels like that connection is already like ripped up <laughs> like oh yeah. yeah so you don't make music yeah i don't have the time or oh that's all I really want to talk about. I don't know. I I, I don't even know if I'm explaining it the right way. Because, again, it's not like the people have a problem with it or they are assholes about it, it. But they definitely, I don't know, sometimes it feels a little hard to connect or, like, with certain people because you don't make the music. Or, like, you shouldn't have an opinion because you don't make music, you know?
1: Interesting. I, like, I feel like I haven't really come across that. But, like, it's more just been, like, on my end, a little bit of insecurity sometimes because mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like, like I'm like so curious about a lot of things, but yeah, I don't know. I've, I've like wondered about that. If like having that conversation would be like better if I was an artist myself and like, I think that someday I actually do want to like learn how to play an instrument or learn how to make music. Like, cause I think you just would understand like artists world so much better. Um, for sure. but I haven't, I haven't had like really like a bad experience where someone has been weird to me. Mm. At least not that I noticed. Maybe I'm super unaware. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, but at the same time, I, it's if you're surrounding yourself with people who are just good people, they're not gonna they're gonna understand. Like most of the people that I'm around, if not all of them, they if they know that I don't make music, they're not. I don't know. They don't see that as a something that I'm not able to bring to the table. Right. If, if that makes sense. So yeah. Uh, Yeah. Most people aren't like that. And again, I haven't necessarily met anyone who's like a huge asshole. I'm sure there are people out there that are like (laughs) that, but, but I haven't, but I, but I do feel the same way with like the insecurity, especially if I'm talking about how music makes me feel or like trying to explain a certain sound or a certain cadence within a song, not having the specific vocabulary. I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I'm able to like get, get this across. And I, then I feel sort of inferior in that sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, there, there definitely is that insecurity sometimes. But the way I've dealt with it is just like just being curious and like asking questions about true. That's important what they do and stuff like that because then you end up learning a lot, right, from hearing from them. But yeah, I feel you.
0: Yeah. So I want to pivot a little bit to your current job without getting into the nitty gritty of your day. Uh, actually, no, you know, fuck that. Tell me about your tell me about your days. What? what you, all about give me day. your routine i'm just kidding don't do that i <laughs> people would be boring maybe i don't know maybe it wouldn't be i shouldn't speak for you boring. but no
1: i no everyone's job <laughs> well okay this, don't do it like.
0: it's this is true this is true my job my, a lot of people might think is really crazy and fun and it can be but I, at the end of the day i'm generally just sitting at a desk and that's it yeah.
1: <laughs> you know that's that's just life sometimes. Yeah,
0: it is It is what it is. I make sure to stand up sometimes. Um, yeah. So you work a, a quote-unquote nine-to-five. You're you you're part of corporate America. Yeah. How is How has that been? Is there anything that you've learned through your job, even though it's been not too long? Is there anything that you've learned through your job or uh, a misconception that people have about those kinds of gigs that you'd like to squash or is there anything that you want to share from your experience thus far
1: i just feel like for me it's really important to like kind of spread out like what i'm doing through the week um and what i mean by that is like i feel like some people who do like nine to fives like they'll like have their work week and they'll be like really in the routine and then like friday saturday sunday they'll like rage or they'll like go out and like do a bunch of things, and then, like, the week just, like, sucks. Right. I feel like finding a balance where you're kind of, like, doing things on weeknights as well. Like, I've just been trying to, like, go to as many things as possible. Like, every time there's an opportunity that I can, like, see an artist, like, during the week or go out and meet people and stuff like that, like, I've been really trying to do that. And maybe part of that is just living in a new city and also, like, being, like, fresh out of school I'm like all excited and stuff maybe Mm -hmm. that'll like wear off but I just feel like it keeps like my sanity like if I have things to look forward to like throughout the week that's not just work and also like not like talking about work all the time like some people it's like you'll, like, meet up with them for drinks after work and, like, they just want to talk about work. And it's, like, can we talk about, like, other things? Like, we also have lives, like, outside of work. Like, I'm, like, really blessed to, like, love what I do, but I don't always need to be talking about it, you know? Um, Yeah, so just finding balance, I guess. Is that
0: a message to me, saying that you hated that I asked that question? Because you don't want to talk about work.
1: (laughs) Not you. I mean, more just, like social of course things. yeah like, a lot of people yeah that's like the main topic of conversation and right like it doesn't because it's, really it's, it's
0: probably just because it's all they do so what else is there to talk about i can fall into yeah. that trap sometimes yeah um, it's like yeah. Either we're
1: gonna talk about work or we're gonna gossip right. <laughs> and i'm like what if we don't do either
0: ooh.
1: <laughs> ooh. <ball>. like <laughs> yeah. what
0: They're, they just get Drop silent, and they're like, "We're not capable of doing such."
1: <laughs>
0: would you, you? Would you describe yourself as a pretty social person then?
1: Yeah, I love meeting new peeps. You know, like, I'm, i I think I'm in that zone, especially right now because I'm like really trying to meet people in this new city. Um, shout out anyone who wants to be my friend. Uh, I would say I'm like decently social. You know, you're more extroverted than introverted. Yes. Definitely but sometimes I want to be an introvert.
0: Yeah, I mean I think a balance of the two is the best way to go
1: Like I get lonely really easily and like that's why I'm like I can never imagine living alone like I love having roommates and stuff, but um, Sometimes you need to just like be by yourself Yeah, for sure. It's good for your mind.
0: Do you think it helps that you? Don't that you work outside of where you live. Do you think that helps in getting out because you're already out
1: I think so. Yeah, definitely. Cause like, I don't know, work from home today and it's a little bit, it's true. (laughs) You feel a little cooped up. Like, I feel like it's good to like, if you do work at home, like having kind of like your routine where you're like, all right, I'm going to like move around or I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to go work at a coffee shop, like kind of like changing the surroundings. But I just love going into the office too. And like, I just feel like we have a really good group of people and like, who genuinely like put a smile on my face so like i enjoy like going and like seeing those people i get fomo so easily <laughs> so I'm like don't hang out without me please
0: <laughs> yeah i get the same way too so do you see yourself i, I mean i feel like i'm only asking like super deep questions but I'm like let's hear it do you see do you see yourself kind of always being in that type of environment where you're working for a company or working at a, I hate using corporate, but I'm just going to use it because I can't think of another word, a corporate setting. Or at the end of the day, do you have a desire to create something and work on something or for something that you can call your own? Because I feel like most creatives want something to call their own. Maybe maybe I'm just, I'm projecting, but that's how I feel. I, at the end of the day, want to make something that I can call my own. And I feel like that's most people. You meet a lot of creatives and they're like, yeah, I want to start this.
1: I think that... Yes, I do want something to call my own. It's just gonna take time to kind of get to that point where I figure out what exactly that is. I had a like a funny conversation with one of my coworkers. I have like my notebook that I like write everything in, and like it has like the lines. And she has like an unlined notebook, and I'm like, that is actually the scariest thing. Like, see <laughs> my notebook, and she's like, oh my god, I can't believe your notebook has lines. Like, that's crazy. And I just feel like that is very like says a lot about kind of the way that like I think and process things like I just I like having structure a lot not to say that like I don't want to create something that's mine and like own something but like I just feel like there's a very particular way that like I want things done and that I organize my thoughts and I think that like eventually like I want to do it but yeah, I'm just waiting for like that moment where kind of like everything aligns. And I'm like, okay, this makes sense. And I'm absolutely positive about like, what I want to do.
0: Right. So you're comfortable enough where you're at now where you're gaining experience. And then hopefully through that experience, you're kind of figuring out what it is exactly that you want to do. It's almost like, you know, going to college or going to school. It's like,
1: yeah, definitely. Like I'm I'm learning a lot right now and kind of just processing everything and figuring out like where it is that I want to go because I don't know. I, I I don't really want to like just like wing something and kind of half ass it. Like I want to like do something and like for it to just be like exactly the way I want it and really successful and just like come in with like really specific goals and really specific kind of like a game plan. I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense?
0: No. Yeah. (laughs) Totally makes sense. I think
1: it's just like it's like the right brain left brain thing like
0: yeah you want to have you know most of if not all of your eggs in a basket where yeah like I mean you you explained it just fine you know having a plan and goals set and I think to an extent to to a big extent that's great sometimes that hinders people from starting things because they're waiting for everything to fall in place where you need to just sometimes you just need to kick it off and start and then you'll learn some things from there because not everything nothing ever goes as planned but it is important to have an idea of some kind and like you said goals to to meet yeah. before doing something or else you don't really have a direction or a vision um, right so so yeah no I feel you I, I I'm i I'm vibing with you right now I'm vibing on that energy
1: that <laughs> that is true though sometimes you just have to like do it and you have to start somewhere so like that makes sense too. Yeah, And maybe I should like kind of push myself to just try things more and like put myself out there. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like I've always like had a very specific direction and very structured. I like structure and that's just like how my brain works. And when I eventually do make something of my own and I'm maybe not working for someone else, it's going to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, you got me thinking about that because the notebook that's open right now, my show and tell specific notebook, is lined. What does it look like? It's it's Line. a blue it's a blue notebook. I don't think it looks like it's a moleskin notebook. I don't know if you're familiar with those kinds of notebooks. They're like yeah. the best notebooks, but I don't think it is. Yeah. But um, it's like that. I don't know. It's like six inches tall. It's not like a huge thing, but it has lines. It's blue. I put a show and tell sticker on the front. What? Oh, so yeah, and then I'd have my other notebook, which is like my Creator K everything else notebook that isn't lined and i do kind of like the lined one better because i feel like i even with the blank notebook with no lines i'm still trying to write things in lines (laughs) but i can't it it like gives me anxiety because i'm like there's no lines to follow like this looks messy it was supposed to be more of like i could sketch ideas and stuff but it it, uh yeah I, i don't know maybe maybe that means i'm more structured too
1: yeah that's cool that you have both though You have like both both. Yeah, I'm I'm
0: versatile. I'm versatile, you feel?
1: Clearly I'm not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. (laughs)
1: Like be like, why can't I be this like free flowing creative blah blah blah? Like I don't know, I felt weird for like being someone that really likes structure and really likes things to be a specific way, but I've kind of grown to like embrace that and more understand that like that's kind of like a strength of mine because i am good at like organizing things and organizing thoughts and kind of like actually executing on things um so but yeah
0: yeah you work with what you got so i think that's a good spot to end off part one and another reason is because i think somebody's vacuuming upstairs or downstairs or something i don't know if you could hear that that's really really annoying um, surprising because you're the one who's in New York I figured there would be more noise coming from your end but I have a, a neighbor who decided to clean at seven thirty-five. I guess that's not that late I whatever we have a dog that barks constantly so <laughs> like I can't we can't complain at, yeah. at any other noise but you know anyway yeah. so we'll leave it there at part one if that's cool with you sweet we will be back in part two for show and tell Welcome back to the Show & Tell podcast. This is part two of the show, which if you've listened before, you know what's coming. It's the same shtick every single time. This is the Show & Tell portion where I ask the guest to bring in an item of significance. It doesn't have to be physical, but it can be if they wanted to. And they share what it means to them, why they like it, why you might like it too. And we have a little chat about it. So, Natalie, what have you brought to the imaginary internet Show & Tell table?
1: So, can you hear the sirens behind me? I'm sorry. I live by a hospital, so... (laughs)
0: Um, I could hear that. I could hear it a little bit, but it's fine. Okay. They're not bad. Cool. No, no, you're good. You're um, good.
1: it's good so to know that it's good
0: to know that you're safe in case something yeah, happens.
1: Sure. You're yeah, in it hospital. <laughs> very close to professionals, so we're all set. Nice. Um, an item that I wanted to share. So this isn't like an item, but generally just like a few things that I discovered that I'm like, hells yeah. Um, I feel like sometimes like I felt and I feel like a lot of other people kind of like helpless in a way about like kind of our rainforests are dying and our whole climate is just being destroyed by everything so like recently I've just found a few like cool things that I just want to like share of like easy ways that you can make a difference with the most minimal effort like you don't have to do anything basically um that I thought were cool hell yeah so, let's, let's go that's all i'm gonna share so first thing i found out if you pay an electricity bill and i use ConEd here in new york i think it's like in some other cities too but you can basically tell your electricity company to like only source you electricity from renewable energy sources so like and I didn't know this because you just sign up and like you pay your, your electricity bill, and like you just like it's like whatever, and the the government subsidizes coal and other like ways that are super pollution super polluting to the environment, mm-hmm. so um you can go onto like your account and select an energy service company and change it to um tell them to specifically only source your apartment with like renewable energy so like solar wind water that kind of stuff and it's like not that much more expensive than regular it's like such an easy way to like save so much carbon from being emitted into the environment and i just thought that was so cool so the one that i started using was green mountain energy but like you can basically just go on your um if you have con ed or like a different website you just go on and you like select your energy service company and it's like that easy. So Mm,
0: Okay that's definitely something I'm going to look into. We have Eversource. Shout out Eversource all the Boston people.
1: You know what like I'm sure Eversource has an equivalent and if they don't like some environmental groups like they'll even like do it for you like that's how I found it out like Green Mountain Energy was like standing like out like in Soho and they were like hey like do you want to like do this? And I was like, yeah, like why was I not given this option to begin? (laughs) with? like, what? Okay. So them. And then if you use Amazon prime, literally just change the bookmark in your browser to smile.amazon.com. And a portion of all of your Amazon prime orders go to whatever organization you choose you want to donate to. So you can like pick an organization that you believe in, like whatever cause and like, attach it to your Amazon prime. And then like every order that you make a percentage goes to that. Um, so I just bookmarked that and I like only order through that. Um, mine's donate to the Monterey Bay aquarium, which is in California and they do like a lot of conservation and, um, that kind of stuff in our area. So
0: smile. There. Amazon. Prime
1: smile. Oh, <laughs> so,
0: like, dot com. Oh, like. Sorry. Then... I, w- I was listening. <laughs>
1: So bookmark that and then like you get to choose whatever organization like it doesn't like honestly the percentage that they donate is really low. I hope that they decide to increase it but like a lot of people order like so much from Amazon like they don't even like go to the store so like it will add up over time like the donations Um, and it doesn't charge you anymore. It's just like a percentage of the sales and then the third thing this is the last thing I'm showing and telling it's this organization called the Coalition for Rainforest Nation. So it's like a intergovernmental organization of, like, a bunch of different countries. And um, they helped a lot with the Paris Agreement for um, climate change and for reducing CO2. Um, so, yeah, they're a great organization to donate to. And those are my things.
0: That's wild. You, you like flip the script because I, yeah, it's like most people are coming with, yeah, this is something, this is like a, a CD I liked or this is a product that helps me get through the day and you're like, yo, I'm about to drop some knowledge on you to make you a better person <laughs> and make the people around you better. <laughs> Changing the game.
1: I, I found out about these things recently and like, I wish I just knew about them because like, there's such easy ways to kind of like, I don't know, it just like, it made me feel a lot better and like feeling like, There's just small changes that you can make to your life and actually do do better and use your power as a consumer to really drive change. Yeah. So maybe I didn't really follow your prompt. I'm sorry. Oh, no,
0: that's (laughs) hey, it's my show. So if anyone has a problem with it, they can answer to me. No, I like cool. that. I like that. And I, I literally wrote down smile.amazon.com because I yeah. want to do that because I actually have to order some stuff from Amazon. So yeah, maybe I'll get so that easy. hooked up before before I order.
1: So easy. Um, and I just read. Um, so the Coalition for Rainforest Nations, the last one that I mentioned um, for every 12 cents that you donate, they avert a metric ton of carbon from going into the atmosphere. So, like, they, Uh, for the amount of, like, dollars that you, like, donate, so it says, if you donate $100, you can avert 857 metric tons of carbon dioxide from entering the environment. So, like, there's certain places that, you know, they have a lot of bang for your buck. That's what I can say. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, if you're going to, like, donate places, like, doing research, and they were just the best one that I found. So, I was like, hell yeah, like. Instead of buying coffee this week, like I'm gonna just donate that money I would've used to them, and it's great.
0: Yeah, where well, how are you finding out about these things?
1: Um, I was just, how did I even find out? Um, I like researched the different organizations. The Amazon Smile I've just like had on my Prime account for like a few years now, and like I just realized like I don't I don't know how I found it out, but I also don't think a lot of people know about it. Yeah, um,
0: I've never heard of it until today
1: yeah and it like again like it costs you no money like you just need to tell Amazon and sometimes Amazon like reroutes me to the Prime website and I like literally go out of it and go back to smile <laughs> Amazon because it's like no fuck you like yeah. donate to them. <laughs> right. I don't know I was feeling just kind of like shitty about myself and the world recently and I was like I need to just make some changes in my life and These have been no sweat off my back, honestly, so.
0: Shout out to you.
1: Shout out to you. Thanks for having me here. Oh, thanks. It's been so fun. I was (laughs) going
0: to, I I might insert an applause track. I was going to insert it for you, but then you said shout out to me. So maybe, maybe I'll insert like some applause for, for both. I don't feel like I did anything, but.
1: (laughs) Can you insert some booing for me? Why? Just, I feel like I need to be booed every once in a while to keep me humble.
0: (laughs) That's kind of weird. You didn't do anything to to warrant a boo. Just so you know, you okay, you you warrant an applause. And if I don't put it in, if I forget, which I won't, because I listened to this as I edit, um, I'm applauding plug. applauding you now Thank quietly you, so it doesn't peak. <laughs> so before we move on to the last part, I am kind of curious because I yeah just. Uh, Yeah. I just came up with it. I was, yeah, I'm not going to try to hide it and say that I had this in plan. I just came up with it. Who, uh, since you're so into music, who is somebody that you're listening to right now that people might not know about? Like, don't say Drake, please, or something. <laughs> if like, mm-hmm. you guys heard of Drake,
1: <laughs> not unknown, but O O7- seven O Shake came out with an album recently, Modus Vivendi, and it's so good, I cannot stop listening to it. It's just amazing. Like,
0: so I know that name. What kind of music is it? Because I don't believe I've heard any. Oh, like
1: I don't even know how to classify it. Like alternative, kind of like indie. See? A terrible. Not indie, but like oh my gosh. I don't even know how to classify her other than like alternative. Okay. I don't know. It's just yeah, like her I, film is just really like emotional. Like I've just been listening to it a lot and just like she goes through like so many different emotions and it yeah, she's just great. Um besides that, um do you know neff the pharaoh
0: no it sounds familiar but there uh, are a lot of artists who go by name okay. the name
1: name the name uh neff the pharaoh is from the bay um where i'm from and he's great he just like he has that like bay area style rap. um okay. how do
0: you is it neff so, like the clothing line
1: it's n-e-f the pharaoh oh so just one uh, f got you. It's like an older album, though. It's not like a recent thing. But I have just happened to have been listening to it a lot. Um, Mushrooms and Coloring Books is the name of it. Um, I
0: like that name. But, yeah.
1: No, he just, like, puts me in a good mood, you know? And, like, I just really like that style. Um, Maybe just because it's what I'm familiar with, like, from the Bay.
0: Yeah, so what kind of music did you grow up on? What what were your parents listening to?
1: A lot of, like, the Beatles from my mom. Mm. Um, From my dad. My dad likes so many different things, but he was, like, really into, like, the punk scene and, like, the 80s and stuff. Yeah. So he was, like, really into that. I'm trying to think of, like, specific people. That's, like, the one thing it's, like, <laughs> when I, like, I'm thinking about artists I like, I'm, like, oh, there's so many. Like, I don't even know, like, how to narrow it down.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. I definitely get that. <laughs>
1: I've also been listening to Theophilus London. Ah,
0: yeah, okay. I'm, I'm familiar.
1: He's really good. I like his songs that he did with Kevin Parker, but also his other stuff.
0: Dope. Well, I'm definitely going to check out Neff the Pharaoh.
1: Yes, because that in, that
0: intrigues me. So I'm going to check yes. that out. So the last thing is kind of stepping into the same area as what you already shared for Show & Tell. It's something that you didn't learn in school, a piece of wisdom or a pro tip or some life advice or a life hack that you want to share with the audience. You already pretty much shared that very strongly, but is there anything else that you want to share with the world or the listeners? I mean, the whole world listens to this podcast. Let's be honest. Clearly. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you want to share with the world before we end off the show that you might not have learned in school?
1: I think that like something, I don't even know if this is like falls under that, but it's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately is that like I feel like today a lot of people are, like, very flaky. And, like, just because I feel like we have our phones with us all the time, so it's, like, super easy to be, like, have these plans and then be, like, oh, like, I don't really feel like it. Like, I'm just going to bail or, you know, they're a close friend. Like, they won't care if we just reschedule, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I feel like lately I've noticed just, like, the value in just, like, showing up and, like, pushing yourself just to, like, do those things and follow through on plans, like be someone that's dependable. Like it really, when someone is not flaky, it like really stands out to me and it really like shows that like they value my time and they value me as a person. So yeah, just like show up and like be yourself and do your thing because a lot of people are flaky and I hate that.
0: Yeah, I get that too. Especially, I think what bothers me about flaky people or or this part of flaky people bothers me is people who say they're going to do something and then don't. And I am a hypocrite in a a sense. I'm not saying that I'm not like that, but uh, yeah, ever since I was young, I just remember people, whether they were friends or within certain circles, they'd be like, yeah, I'm going to get this or I'm going to go do this. And then a month later, hey, what? did it happen or no? And then they're like, no, I don't know. They just kind of flaked on their own, own goals.
1: You're letting yourself down at the end of the day. Like, yeah, I don't know. And also if it's someone that you don't want to, something that you don't want to do, someone that you don't want to see, don't make the plans in the first place and make your life a whole lot simpler. Like I feel like, yeah, that's just something I've noticed lately. I feel like people kind of, make plans but like in their head they're like whatever like it doesn't really matter if this happens or it doesn't but i just feel like there's value in like being i'm not gonna say a man of your word because i'm not a man but Mm. like being a person of your word and like following through like Mm. hells yeah that's the energy we're bringing into 2020
0: yeah that that resonates with me because i can be flaky sometimes i feel I, uh, everyone, so, so, everyone you're, so you're motivating
1: be, me. Everyone can be at some time, at like some point, but it's just like realizing that and think you will see value if you like push yourself, you know? Yeah. I don't
0: know. No, thank you for that. It's, it's motivating oh. me. Um, again, not a good time to go outside and meet with people.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> but mm, now. Yeah. Stay healthy and stay inside.
0: Yeah, but still, you know, you know, you can, you can, you can make it work. You can figure out other things. Even if it's just a phone call, phone calls are good. True.
1: True that. Connect yeah. over this time. Oh, I've I have one more thing that I thought of.
0: Uh, yeah, please. For the thing. It's really <laughs> yeah. short. No, take take your time.
1: It's really dumb. It's also not a. Okay, then watch. never
0: mind. Don't share it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and cut it. If you're making tomato sauce, only use canned plum tomatoes, and that's oh, it.
0: Okay, damn.
1: Because I hate when people use fresh, like, Roma tomatoes for tomato sauce. It's just gross and it's crusty and don't do it. Ah, okay. My Nana would disapprove.
0: <laughs> so do you uh, what? how do you feel about jars of marinara sauce or, like, pre-made tomato sauce? I'm, I'm not going
1: to hate on people <laughs> that use it, but I'm not going to eat it
0: oh shit okay that's noted (laughs) noted cool well on that note we'll end off the show but before we go this is your opportunity to tell people what you've got going on i feel like i'm on the host of hot ones i feel like i'm sean evans why don't you tell the people what you've got going on
1: that camera that camera shout out what you got going on Honestly, there's
0: no cameras so just tell Um. the microphone
1: Um, you know, I'm not, like, really trying to promote anything right now, but come hang out. Be my friend.
0: Yeah. What's your... What are your social medias? Social medias. Um,
1: my Instagram is at Natter Scott. That's, like, Natter, like, N-A-T-T-E-R. Yeah,
0: like, the word Natter.
1: Yeah. Of course. (laughs) The word Natter. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll see my pictures, me with, like, a little balloon thing on my head, so
0: that's what or she like, looks like is, yeah. yeah actually yeah
1: but yeah yeah just come hang
0: Dope. yeah <laughs> and, and the the um i'll get the links from you about the amazon smile oh, yeah. and the other organizations so we can put those in the show notes which will be at soundcloud.com slash let's show and tell if you want to follow us it's at let's show and tell follow our spotify playlists if you want to or just listen to them you don't have to follow them but uh, there's some good music in there. And if you want to get in touch, let's show and tell one at gmail.com. If you want to give us a five star rating and maybe a review potentially on Apple Podcasts, you should do that. And I It'll think work. that's I think that's it. I think that's all yeah. I have to say. That might have been the best delivery I've ever had on the show, delivering the last bit. <laughs> <laughs> I usually always stumble over that part. I'm so kidding. yeah, I'm patting that's myself a lot. on the back.
1: Ruffle.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's so hard being a podcast host. <laughs>
1: yeah, thank you. yeah
0: thank you so much for being on the show it was dope and i hope to make it down to new york soon to hang out with you and travis from sunday sauce and everyone else in new york because there's everybody uh lives there
1: come rage let's do it fuck yeah all
0: right yeah and oh yeah shit no there is one more part so i didn't do that great of a job i just patted myself on the back for doing a good job with the outro but there's one more part it's the most important part And that is, if you liked the episode, share it with a friend, because sharing is caring. Peace. Sharing is caring.